is happening. <laughs> seen that with Brie, Megan, Sista, and Princess Tegan Wu. We're three friends and a pup popping movie cherries and falling down fandom rabbit holes with comical social commentary. Each movie we watch and review at least one of us has never seen while the others sass, snack, squeal, and snuggle Tegan. Hey team, welcome back to Wait, You Haven't Seen That? The podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Brie. And I'm Sista. And we just watched The Phantom Menace. We are back in the Star Wars verse. Not the part that I want to hang out in. <laughs> but we're here. And we're just going to take this quick little dive for three movies, Brie. And then we'll be coming on up. So, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's we're luckily for me not doing them in... I th- Well, and actually it seems All for everyone yes. that we're not doing them back to back so i'll have some picks in between yeah yes which will be good i think so (laughs) yeah especially so right we're coming off of hedwig previous to this and the Mm -hmm. angry inch Mm -hmm. also i still like god i love that movie so much (laughs) yeah it was a really good time it was excellent it was such a like masterful piece of artwork and now now, and now we're doing this So real quick recap, you know, and guys. They kind of came out <laughs> right. around the same time. Totally. Oh, yeah, Hedwig was what two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety nine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. <sighs> Christ. So listeners, I don't know about you, but um, I was a. Uh, th- these came out when I was, Jesus, twelve. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was very excited for the Phantom Menace because I loved the original ones. And it was, like, all this hype, and it was, like, coming back after 16 years. Like, we're going to do this backstory business. That sounds awesome. And then I left the theater, and I never watched it again <laughs> because I've never – I had never been disappointed by fandom before. That's an important experience, I guess. And so this uh, – yep, yep, th- this was my experience. Um, yeah. I – trying to remember the plot of this previous to watching this, couldn't remember – yeah. yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember. So, Cece, why don't you give us a little brief recap? Recap. Little recap. Um, what the hell happens? What? Oh gosh, so many things, and not all of them were necessary. I'll be honest. Um, okay, so we start with there is an illegal blockade happening on planet Naboo by the Trade Federation. Already, guys, <laughs> and the Republic is like, hey. Jedi's Qui Gon Jinn and your apprentice Obi Wan, and we're like, ooh, Obi, we know that guy. Okay, yeah, we know him. Yeah, go handle Played this. By Ewan McGregor. Yeah, mm-hmm. what up? Go handle this. Like, this isn't cool. Um, and behind the scenes, Dark Sidious is like, 
hey, kill those Jedi. Like, we gotta, like, you mm-hmm. know, we're pushing this through. Handle this shit. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag it's a trap. Um, <laughs> it's always a fucking trap. Yeah, it is. And so they escape uh, onto Naboo. In this, like, escape, they run into this character that, oh, just... He's the most hated plagues. fictional character of all time, I think. Is that, this like... whole movie. Jar, that. Jar Binks. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's fact. It's fact in my mind forever and all Oh, yeah, no, I think he is, like, the most, like... I feel, I feel like there were a lot of, there were a lot of contributing reasons as to why the fandom was like, hey, this mm-hmm. movie was a total letdown. Right. But I feel like Jar Jar Binks is, like, a, a very, you know, it's, like, easy to pin it on him. Like, mm-hmm. you can place all your frustration... Onto him. Onto him. Very true. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll get into Jar Jar. Keep, oh, we keep sure Keep going will. with that recap. We sure will, right? <laughs> they go to Jar Jar's, like home underwater town and they're like hey why don't you help the folks on the surface and they're like nah we're good but I guess you can go through our aquatic core to the main capital so the Jedi's with Jar Jar they don't leave him there questions I have yeah head over to the capital they rescue Queen Amidala and like her handmaidens or whatever and then they gotta go to the Republic's capital Coruscant the ship is damaged as they're like trying to get through the blockade, so they have to make this detour to Tatooine. Oh, hey, fandom! Hey, hey, we've been to Tatooine. We've been to Tatooine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's where Pizza the Hut lives. Yes, yeah. exactly. it's where our story story started. It yeah, is hope. exactly. It's exciting. Oh man. Um. So it's in the opium fields. <laughs> it's the only thing that grows there. <laughs> Yeah, side note, guys, um, in the weeks, I mean the months, truthfully, since we watched A New Hope, Brie has decided that that's what um, Luke's uncle grew I feel like farm. I can't totally take credit for it. I think it might have been BB who said that. Oh, yeah. At a game night. <laughs> he was feeling real quippy. <laughs> oh, quippy yeah. BB! Quippy, my favorite. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they, so they're back on Tatooine, they, like, go to Watto's junk shop, and they meet Anakin, his, like, very smart, capable slave child. Thomas Brick's white kid. I mean, but, like, apparently he's, like, really smart. I don't know. Real, real smart. The character, real, real smart. Actor, questionable. Ooh, man, struggle. I mean, it's not entirely his fault the dialogue is garbage. Mm-hmm. What? Again, we'll get there. Yeah, um, I'm like, hold, but, let's get through, let's get through the recap, then we'll talk yeah, all the exactly. things. Yeah, exactly. Quite, <laughs> sorry, it's really hard to, like, stay focused, guys. Like, ooh. Okay, so, Watto is, like, this, like, slickster car salesman, and he's, like, you know, not just, he's, like, nah, that Republic money's no good here, mm-hmm. and so he's, like, let's make a bet on it, because that's what we do here, our economy is based on gambling. What? And yeah, literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. Never came up before, but now it's a big thing. But now it's a okay. thing. And uh, so, yeah, Qui-Gon makes God. this, like, crazy bet with Watto, who's like, oh, P.S., like, the Jedi mind stuff doesn't work on him. It, like, doesn't work on his race or whatever of mm. aliens? Okay, cool. I thought it was only feeble-minded people it worked on. That right, was the maybe? argument I thought. I mean... I don't know. It's, they play fast and loose with Jedi mind trick Fully fast and loose, right. <laughs> so he makes this bet. He's like, oh, Anakin's gonna, like, race his pod, and if he wins, we get, like, the parts for the ship, and we get Anakin. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, and not a, his mom. 
Not his mom. No. Nope. She's fucked. Sorry. Sorry about Sorry, it, mom. Sorry, mom. No. <laughs> Sorry about it, mom. <laughs> and while they're, like, hanging out, I don't know, waiting for the Padres to start the next day, like, homeboy, Qui-Gon, questionable, like, non-consensually gets some of Anakin's blood. Yeah. As a test, yep. we are introduced to this, like, metachlorian bullshit. <laughs> and so... Metachlorians don't... Oh, my God. Right. We'll get in. We'll get into that. We but will. oh my lord! <laughs> yeah. So surprise, surprise! Like our little like chosen one, Anakin, uh, wins the pod race. That was and so... ten minutes of pod racing we didn't need. But oh, oh it was God. so. It was long. It was so long. long. So long. Unnecessary. So they Everyone bounce. needs an editor, right? <laughs> he wins. That's all you need yeah, to know. Yeah, <laughs> which you knew he was going to. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. He wins, so they bounce, and they're like, all right, uh, we gotta get to Coruscant so, like, Amidala can go to a Senate meeting. <sighs> Jesus. They do that, and she's like, there's a lot of bureaucracy here, and, like, Senator Palpatine, who is, like, so clearly slimy, is like, yeah. hey, why don't you just, like, put in a vote of no confidence for, like, the dude in charge? This chancellor dude, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she's like... Ah, uh, fine, I guess. I'm tired of all this red tape. But, of course, like, that just creates more red tape. And, like, ooh, Plays surprise, surprise, Palpatine gets, gets, elected. gets elected. Oh, my gosh. I mean, who could have seen that coming? <sighs> he, like, practically told you his whole plan the whole time. No, for real, though. And they, uh, oh, my God. The Jedis also have run into Darth Maul at this point, And they're like, is that a Sith? Those haven't been around for centuries. And they're like, I don't know. And so, <laughs> so that happened. Also, so that happened. the Jedi Council is the thing that's happening. Yes, and the they, mm -hmm. and they're like, nah, you can't change. Like, you can't train Anakin. He's sad he lost his mom. So, like, that's gonna lead him to the dark side. I have questions about that. Yeah. Jedi Council. Ooh, yeah. We'll, we'll get into it. I have a lot of feelings about that. That has one token white guy, yeah, Sam or black guy, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Uh, slip of the tongue slip uh, of the tongue uh, dear god the, uh Jesus Amidala like goes back to Naboo the Jedi go with her with Anakin and Jar Jar Binks just like this motley crew that is not at all effective um no then she convinces uh, the Gungans to fight with them finally by doing what by, like, revealing that she was her handmaiden the whole time? Yeah. I don't understand that conceit whatsoever. No. Um, yep. And then there's a battle that also makes very little sense or whatever. They capture the, like, <laughs> our good guys capture the, like, dick trade federation dudes, and Darth Maul shows up, and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan were like, we'll take care of this, guys. And they have this like big fight, which to be fair, the like the, the fighting, fighting the fighting looks pretty cool. That was probably like the only engaging part of the entire movie. Agreed, fully agreed. Which is half due to like John Williams' score during that you fight. Talk, Absolutely, and, like, movement that's no one's talking. Yeah, it's because it's no dialogue movement and no dialogue. <laughs> that's so true. That's, it. that's so it. That's so true. Oh, also, I want to bone Ian McGregor like ninety percent of that interaction. But anyway, continue. I'm in it for the Sith. 
Yeah. I like oh, his moves. You always are, dude. I know. You're, you're into the dark, dark side. You're, you're team, team dark, dark side. side for sure. They're just the only enga- like vaguely engaging characters that's that fair. That's fair. you care about. I get it. I care about anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's their capes, actually. Yeah. They that's just what all are part of emotive cape club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ECC. Um, ECC. Yeah. So, Darth Maul, wound, like, mortally wounds Obi-Wan. I mean, oh my god, Qui-Gon Jinn. Obi-Wan has to witness that, and then he takes down Darth Maul and bisects him, which is one of the only things I remembered from this film, guys, from my initial viewing. It's like, that dude got cut in half. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the it end... It was a nice cut in half. You it, know? Was it was clean. It was really, that whole... Clean. It was. It was well done. Mm-hmm. Again, fight scene. Best part of the entire film. Did he get back with Marsha during that period? she like influenced that shot don't think so at all no <laughs> we guys hashtag we missed we miss marshall lewis like lucas a lot yeah, like sure holy did. shit we sure did um it ends with obi-wan promising to qui-gon Jin to train anakin mm-hmm. and yoda like pulling rank and being like fine i guess you can do that but like it doesn't look good right i don't agree with you I'm but not okay i'm bored i'm yeah. not on board and then they have like a like the, like, land-dwelling Naboo and then the Gungan, like, celebration party at the end. Yep. That's the end of the film, guys. Yeah. So, like, I really liked party. the music at the end, yeah. but... Yes. Also, yeah. that party did not last, like, in ratio to all the other long-lasting parts that were so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like, at least let us have a fucking visual party. Thank you. <laughs> oh, For man. everything that we just went through and you're gonna give us, like, a cool minute or something mm-hmm. of like this festival with the good music. I mean, it was very. It reminded me very much of the end of A New Hope, right? Yeah, where totally. there's this like there's processional like ceremony, yeah. ceremony yep. where the you know some of the heroes, but not all of them, get like <laughs> recognized. Yeah, but like Jar Jar Binks gets recognized. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Ugh. just a so idiot. All right, so we got our recap. Let's talk. Let's get into Let's it. Let's do it. <sighs> I feel like I just had to live through that again. I'm sorry about it. Yeah. I'm so sorry. We're all doing it again. It's fine. So let's talk about, can we talk about the cast? Can we talk? Heck yes. Let's start talking about the cast. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, um, I mean, the thing, ooh. It's a I, big cast. I it's mean, a it's big so... cast. And there were some, like, there were some well-known people in it, right? Yeah. Like, and oh man, I just the my main a struggle. Good cast can't save your movie. No, exactly. If like you have garbage, or, if your dialogue is garbage and you do no yeah. character development, yeah. Sorry guys, this is like I mean we are not alone in this opinion. Right. Like, the fandom had a hard time with this film when it like and like the initial hype was like so excite and then it was like oh. No. no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, God. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Like, for real, folks. Yeah. I, like, we'll talk good stuff, too. But we, it's, I mean, it's a lot of negative. But you It's know. just, right, because it's, like, in comparison to the original. Right. Like, some of, like, all the parts that, like, made the original so engaging, mm-hmm. which is mainly you love the characters, mm-hmm. or some of them, so you're invested in their story, so you give a shit about what happens. Right. There is zero character development in this film, so, like, I literally don't care if Anakin wins the pod race. 
I don't care if Queen Amidala makes it out and then makes it back and like captures the like Trade Federation viceroys or whatever. I don't care. Right, right. I'm just like, wow, this is all very like oatmeal bland for me. Mm -hmm. And it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Like I will say that right the vis- some of those visuals hold up, hold up pretty well. The costumes yeah. were great, yes. yeah. amazing costumes. Great. The costume. detail on it was really nice, but yeah. like they never spent long enough on the nice like areas you wanted to look at and like have some time with. Right. Mm-hmm. As they did with like pod races where shit was just flying past you and you yeah. felt like you were like in a video game you weren't consenting to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That does feel That's correct. so accurate. Yeah. Or, like, initially you wanted to play it, but it's going on for way too long. Yeah. And you're like, where's the exit button? Like, how do I get off this ride? <laughs> yeah, totally. I feel like I had a Star Wars game, uh-huh. and there was pod racing in it. Of course. I remember that happening at some point in my life. I it was a PlayStation gal growing up, so I'm sure it was a PlayStation game. But. I'm Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh, Lord, but yeah, that went on way too long. <laughs> too, too much. Long. Painfully long yeah. races. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's clear that, like, so the budget for this film was $115 million. <laughs> Yeah. The first one was $11 million. $11, right, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, just wanted to throw that number exactly. out in comparison. More than ten times as much as the original. Yeah. And I know inflation because they made it, you know, like... Sure, sure, sure. Because it was the, was the 70s later. versus yeah. the 90s. Yeah, definitely. It's totally. But still, clearly, like, the I mean, at this point, like, the franchise is not only established, but, mm-hmm. like, a clear phenomenon. And yeah. so the studio was going to give George, like, whatever he wanted. Yeah. Right? Correct. And <sighs> George... That's not always a great idea, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the other piece, too, is, like, George, we, like, I guess after he was done with, um, Return of the Jedi, he needed a break. He was, like, essentially burnt out on the saga, which is very understandable. Yeah. Right? And so he didn't direct anything for until this. Like, he just... Oh, he didn't do anything until this. Yeah. Like, he was... See, that to me is, like, ooh, because... So like, you got rusty, bro. Yeah, like, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah he got rusty You don't use it, you he, lose it. Yeah. And he, it's not oh, right. not great, yeah. Right? And so he did, he wrote and he directed, and he was the executive producer on this film. Yeah, he had way too many pieces on this. Well, just, and it's clear, too, that, like, at this point, uh... Marsha's not involved anymore yeah. in, like, I guess any piece of, like, stuff he does, because right. they are not together anymore, and sure. it is, like, really dang apparent, and, like, he waited until, like, the CGI technology had, like, reached a point where he thought it was, like, good had, enough. Yeah, exactly, had, like, to reached... Tell the story. Mm-hmm, because yeah. he is really... It turns out that, like, what he really cares about is this, like visual world building and like yeah that which obviously is important and has its place sure and let me stress again that like it was it was it was like visually pleasing to watch but that gets boring like 15 minutes in if like the characters characters. inhabiting your world are not at Mm -hmm. all engaging yeah and i think like when you outright load them in media Yeah, oh man. Right, Brie, you didn't, like, we told you Jar Jar is the worst, and you were like, how bad could it really be? Yeah. How I bad really, was it? Uh, I mean, 
Should we talk characters? Let's talk characters. Um, I do have one thing before I yeah. lose it in my thought. Get it out. Blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> did Lucas ever, like, apologize for this movie? Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no, girl. Free. No. Of I, I just, you know, like, sure like the fans didn't call him out enough to, like, humiliate him into, like, being like... Oh, no, he, like, doubled down. Like, this is my masterpiece. I am the, like, lord of this universe, and you Are all you just don't me? get it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No. No, And that's people real. still, like, were like, okay, man, that's fine. Because well, he's a white guy. Well, I think it's more of, like... This, I mean, like, some parts of the fandom are like, you know, whatever George says is okay, and they just don't really watch these ones, or they're like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, huh. I, I remember, like, in a documentary um, about Star Wars fandom, which, like, the title of this very much escaped me at the moment, which is a bummer, um, like, one of the people they interviewed was like, the wonderful thing about this franchise is that, you know when it is, like, magical and firing all, on all cylinders, it's, like, it invites you to be here and, like, engage the world. And when the films are not as great, like, you're still invited to be here and, like, make your own play in it. So, like, the fandom, like, held out. Like, it's like the fandom survived the prequels. And, like... <laughs> True. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Well, I think, I think the fans... And I could be misspeaking, so Star Wars fans, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think that um, they accept the prequels because they are necessary in building the actual story arc of, our, of like, the universe, mm -hmm. you know? Like, apart right. from the characters, apart from everything else, these are necessary chips that have to fall in order to for A New Hope to happen. And so I think people view it as that, as, like, this is a needed storytelling that has to happen in order to get to our end point of these other things that are playing mm -hmm. out. Um, that's, to me, I think, what, what people view them as. And and, uh, and I don't think that people get into the minutia of, like, what all happened in, uh, in Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. You know, I, like, all the prequels. I just, I don't think that people focus on, like, oh, Lord. <laughs> like, this got... So, it's, like... This went off the rails real hard. <laughs> so fast. I, I don't like think people focused on that, yeah. That goes through a midlife crisis and makes terrible choices. That's exactly right. Exactly. And you just, like, and just you, don't talk about that You're time. like, listen, we're gonna make it through this together, <laughs> yes. and it's gonna be fine, because the end point. <laughs> oh, man. Right? Like... Yeah. I don't know. I think that's what a lot of it is. <laughs> totally. And... We have to remember, too, that, like, in the time from the initial, like, A New Hope being released and becoming a phenomenon, until this point, there has been, there's been so many, like, Star Wars books, and, like, oh, yeah. like people have been engaging with the fandom outside of the movies for over a decade. Right. And so, like, for some people, I feel like their investment and, like, their perception of the world has already been established and so like these are like speed bumps kind of true not it's not enough to like totally like shake their foundations like and for any star honestly i have never met a star wars fan who's like oh yeah like i feel like watching the prequels sometimes like <laughs> no like it's yeah i've also like, never met a star wars no, fan who says that it's yeah. just like well that was a period of time. That was a thing that happened, and um, we just don't have to talk about it. Right, like, right. <laughs> so if you're that Star Wars fan <laughs> that loves the prequels, 
maybe I'll skip over these next episodes. Yeah. No, I know, I'm just kidding. But but also please write in and tell yeah. us why. Because yeah. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I think it's very clear I'm a space balls girl, but <laughs> But you First write and in and you make your I, argument. I'm I'm up for like seeing the other side. Yeah, there yeah. we go. I like it. Yeah, because this is like whole new world for me. Right. Okay, I don't want to get too much into this though, because I feel like we could go on and on about totally. like the the prequels and how they did Why a disservice to the universe. Okay. Yeah, I just I just wanted to see if maybe he felt any remorse for making no. this garbage. No, he sure doesn't. And I, I guess there's another piece, too, right, that, like, if he could have made the original Star Wars this, he would have. Like, from his right. perspective, this is, like, what he wants to nerd out about. This is his, like, passion view kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But then, like, let somebody else write the dialogue. And that's a part of it where it's, like... Like, know your strengths. Also, let someone else direct. Am Oof. I right? Yes. Because I, th- I think a lot of the uh, portrayals in this... You know, a lot of the acting in it is directly a cause of George directing it. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen these actors in other things. Right. And I know they can be good. So and good. I think Except they, for that child. Yeah, totally. But I think I think they were directed to have no affect. Like, I mean, am I right there? Like, I do mean, you, in your research, did you come across that? It's clearly, I've like, heard that before. But. Yeah, that they're like, well, and it's also a little bit like, so Natalie Portman, for example is a really talented actor. Yeah. Like, I guess he, part of what contributed to, like, George giving the green light for her to, like, take that, the Amidala role, was he had seen Leon the Professional, where she is, like, 12 in that film, and Mm -hmm. she is so good. Have you guys seen that? No. Put it on the list. Holy shit. That film is, like, a whole other story. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Really excellent. Leon Leon the the Professional. Um... It's okay, we yeah. don't have to get into that right now, okay. but, like, she's a really, and, like, Black Swan, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Obviously, she hadn't done Black Swan when this film happened, right before this <laughs> film happened, but, <laughs> sure, like, sure, sure. her capacity is, like, much larger than the mm-hmm. Queen Amidala, like, that she was given to work with. Right. You know? And, like, obviously, like, Liam Neeson is a... Yeah. He has affect. I've seen... Right? Like, actually. Yeah, like, right? We've all seen <laughs> Liam Right, Neeson, we've all seen... Ian McGregor. Ian McGregor. Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Th- these are good quality actors, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we know they're good. Yeah. But they don't perform to that level in this, and I think part of it was the, the writing for it. Definitely. Right? The dialogue is mm-hmm. rough. Yep. And... Mm. The direction, also, because I, like, to me, they were told to act that with no way. affect, mm-hmm. right? That that comes across. It's very clear totally. that they were told, do not put any emotion on this. Do not do it. Or, like, continually tone it down. Tone, tone it, it down, down. Tone it down. Dial it back. I need you to be less. Right? Just be less. Be a cardboard box. It's fine. <laughs> um, so that's what I think happened. I don't know. Weird. Which it is very strange again, right? Where it's like, oh man, like, apparently like George like left to his own devices. Yeah, it needs some editing. Everyone yeah. needs Hashtag editing. Hashtag everyone needs an editor. For real though. True. For real, like someone who will tell you no, who will be like, no, we do not need fifteen minutes of pod racing. We need no, to we like don't. actually give a shit about Anakin as a character. Yeah. Mm. Because and I like don't. no, because the deal is too like. That's the thing of the prequels, is it's Anakin's fall from grace and how he becomes Darth Vader, right? That's right. what we're doing here. Yeah. Yep. Which, 
is a very compelling idea because Darth Vader is such a compelling villain. Like, right, we, and we want to understand how he got there. Yeah, you know, we love Vader. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Vader I'm in. I'm, I'm invested totally. And this does not provide that. Can we talk about that kid oh. actor? Can we? Ew. Sure. Can we do it? Totally. I'm doing it. I'm going to call a kid an asshole. Jake Lloyd is his name. Jake Lloyd. Okay, had he been on anything before this? No. Not really. Okay, great. No. Anything so, since? <laughs> not really. That's <laughs> what so I thought. Perfect. what I thought. How did he get cast? Was there an open casting call for this position? I'm not son. To, I'm not totally sure, but apparently Lucas like liked his energy, quote-unquote. <laughs> his energy, which is nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, listen, George that... likes nothing. He loves it. He loves it. George is like, you got flat affect? I'm in. Oh, <laughs> Give me no emotion. No emotion. You're sold. You're Anakin. Oh, that probably was his bar. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is like... Well, that just was successful from... if that's how you're looking at it, George. Totally. You know, child actors... I feel like they, they had a real dip there. In For like, real. The 90s and the 2000s was a rough time for but the like, child actor. Macaulay Culkin killed it as a child actor. That's Elijah true. Wood killed it. Yeah, That's true. Kristen Dunst killed it. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Those are all really good points. And there, I know there's a lot more. I'm like... Well, there's like... And like, clearly like... like yeah, right. There's, there are ways. Like, <laughs> child either, actors are the best. <laughs> right. There are ways that... But like 80s child actors were really fucking good. Like yeah. Stand like, By Me. But like, also because like those yeah. kids were all super damaged from like being in Hollywood and like being very young and yeah. their parents like not giving a shit. True. So. True. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like clearly it is possible to get a compelling performance from children who act. Yeah, true. Right? Yeah. Like, that does happen. Fair. This was not one of those instances. <laughs> yeah, this was not one of those instances. No. And I, I don't know. Continue, like, there's so much of this, I feel like I said it, like, multiple times when we were watching, but of just, like, you need to show, don't tell. Yeah. And, like, George just wants to tell us everything and not show us, like, yeah. why this kid should be exceptional. Sure. He just wants to tell us mm -hmm. he has a high metachlorian count. <laughs> and there's suddenly a, like, Sorry. chosen one prosthesized. And, oh, he was, like, an immaculate conception. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucking shit. <laughs> All right, let's talk about that. I was, that. like, I'm leaving. Right <laughs> yeah. He was out. I mean, Brie was already out a little bit. Hold but. on. I've got questions about that, though, because you were saying that during the... Okay, so we when we watched it, both Brie and I were like, wait a minute. What is happening right now? What the actual fuck? With the scene of uh, mom, so Anakin's mom. Well, Very I don't detached, her name. also. Like, yeah. But, like, some moms just aren't... I she, get it, but, sure, like, it was are... kind of a weird choice to make. But, yeah, and then so her and Qui-Gon are talking, and... He's like, where's his, who's his father, right? Because he's trying to get to the bottom of this, like, why he's got such a high midichlorian count or whatever. Because yeah. he, like, secretly took his blood. Right, exactly. Non-consensual blood taking. Correct. Un Correct. On a minor. Du dubious. <laughs> dubious in a mentor role. And, uh, uh. yeah, 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 it's awkward. Um, okay, but, the, so they're interacting about this, right? They're and she says, yeah. she says, he's not, or... He's like, well, who's his father? Yeah. And she's like, he has no father. Yeah. Like, I carried him, I birthed him, I raised him. 
Yeah. And it's like, what? Well, so that I'm, to me does not mean immaculate conception, though. That to me means that there's like an abandoned father situation. Right, that like she ra- raised him by herself. Yeah. And so like she doesn't count anyone as the father. Yeah, that's how I read that, it. I was like, there was like two take, but like I think what put me over the edge was how they, like in that same shot when she's like, he has no father, I birthed him, da 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 da. Um, they shoot. Liam Neeson as like a Jesus looking guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. The hair and the beard. Yeah, yeah that is true. And that I was like true. that. It's just like too. Well, I guess much. like it's true. That could be read as just like I don't consider him to have a father. Yeah. But clearly, Qui Gon is asking about like genetic lineage. lineage. Yeah. And if that was the what he was asking about, you would think that her response would be like. Oh, you know, I was young and thought a, a man loved me, but he left when you know, like right. that's a or like, like tales. I've all been time. a slave and I have a master. Yeah, or like some sort of thing. But no, her response is like, no, I, he didn't have a father. I, you know, carried him. I think that's the part that kind of that phrasing is like, that's as if like that's when it started was when she carried him, mm. not in conception, like yeah, not yeah, yeah. in like biological conception hmm. which I had kind of I mean like I'm sure that, that like completely just like kind of went over me as a kid truthfully yeah I did not register that not shit at all. at all not at all so like not is he immac- again are you looking it up I'm, I'm gonna look some shit I mean, that's, yeah. yeah I left that her interpretation like important, that seems like a, an important detail right but also like if again where it's like that is just like Telling us it's a, that Anakin it was the second special. Google search. So, hey. oh, <laughs> oh my god! Again, that would be an example of how like Anakin, like of telling us that Anakin is special and not showing us that he is. Right. Like telling us that his metachlorian count is high, and telling us he's possibly immaculately conceived, and telling us oh all of a sudden there's this prophecy about a chosen one. Like only like only when that information about the metachlorian stuff like comes back, it's just very it's just it's sloppy and and I really want to see that metachlorian lab where you like are able to test that stuff. I guess that was like, a missed opportunity. <laughs> and instead we had to like oh. sit through mansplaining of fucking metatides or whatever the metachlorian. Yeah, that's another, that's another, like, very polarizing thing in the fandom. Like, many of us are just, like, I'm just gonna pretend that, like, George never said that. That, like, that never happened. (laughs) So that, like, the Force can remain this, like, mysterious, nebulous, you know, like, all-connecting presence. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay, so here's what I just Googled. Google, Google. And I can't, I, I'm just gonna say, right off the bat, I can't reveal too much because this plays out in later things. So... We'll get to it a little bit later. Oh, but it'll be addressed? It, well, <laughs> there's a fan theory that ties in with a later oh, okay. reveal okay. in the prequels, so I'll, but I'll let it play But nothing from the lips of George Lucas but, about it? No, nothing from the lips of George Lucas about it, but it sounds like there's a common fan theory that this is an immaculate conception. conception. So you had okay, the correct so- reading on it, <laughs> which is fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. Like, well, again, it's like what? Obviously, God, like, good pickup there, Sista. Because I clearly, I 
I don't know. I'm probably skewed <laughs> from doing social work and doing social work things. And, like, I, I work with families, and I was like, that's not what she's saying. She's, like, a traumatized woman who's a slave, and, like, here's what's going on. But no. no, no, it's, they, no, George Lucas wants to be Immaculate Conception, so that's apparently what's happening. It's fine, okay. And again, it's just like, <laughs> we don't, oof, oof. Telling us that does not make me care more no, about his character. No, I care less. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, you got that, like, Jesus complex? Okay, I'm out. Yeah, because it makes it less human, right? Like, I mean, I get, like, I get if you want to, like, I don't know, have, like, a... Christ figure. Yeah, if you want to have a Christ figure, that's fine. Whatever. Go for it. A lot of people do that. It's in a lot of shit all the time, and I get that. What I don't get is Immaculate Conception, because that feels like garbage to me. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I think in so many other aspects of this movie, it, like, took it to the line of, like, showing up for a woman, you know? (laughs) And then just stopped right there. Yeah. Oh, nah, I can't do any more. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did all I could. So, well, say, say more about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, like, lost my mind when Bree said this while we were watching the watching the movie together. What did you say? Oh, my God. <sighs> it was about, like, how Qui-Gon has been... Oh, oh, right. I was like, oh, yeah, Qui-Gon, you've been breaking all these rules. You can't just steal Anakin's mom to, yeah. like, get her out of the situation. Because, so like, also, his like, mom. what is that little firefly gummy guy gonna do? Right? <laughs> <laughs> he lost everything in the pod races. Like, like, he has nothing. What are his defenses? <laughs> like, like that he's, like, snarky, like, reminiscent yeah. of some Italian gangster? Like, right. no. yeah, lightsabers. Like, they're... <sighs> It would have been so fucking easy just to take his fucking mom. Yeah. But, but that's just too far for Qui-Gon. <laughs> yeah, he, like, had to go right up to the line, but when it came to, like, helping women, he just, that, Couldn't there quite was do a it. line. Yeah. He's not gonna <laughs> no. break that rule. So, so uh. Brie, I literally wrote it down, so Brie, in all of this, says, you draw the line at helping a woman. Um, and I really like that line, so. <laughs> like, that was too far. That was too far in the universe oh, at that point. Man. It was just too much. No, no, no. Can't do it. And it does, it comes up again, too, with, like, helping the queen and, like, helping Padme, later revealed as Queen Amidala, that whole situation. Like, yeah. What was the purpose of that? Can we talk about that? Right. It's supposed to be this, oh. Fun, fun, <sighs> th- fun fact. So the actress who played. Um, oh yeah, there's a lot of handmaidens that are actually famous now. Continue. Right. So. Yeah. So the oh. handmaiden that played the like double. Yeah. Is Kira Knightley. Yeah. Which makes what? sense because they yeah. look exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kira fucking Knightley. Yeah. I am. I'm on Team Kira actually over Natalie Portman. Yeah. I'm not a huge Natalie Portman fan. I mean, Fair. I mean, I don't. I'm just. I'm like never that excited about it. And I was like, yeah, that's Natalie Portman. Oh man, we're watching Leon the Professional. Uh, yeah, I'm like Natalie okay. Portman is on my list, but okay. <laughs> I need She's her. On your I just don't get yes, it up. absolutely. I just don't get it up with her. I'm like, if there is a chance that Hubs and I can have a threesome with her, yes, <laughs> that's it. Absolutely. <laughs> She's one of them. All of mine are ladies also, just so we all are Heads clear. up. Yeah. <laughs> all of Megan's all passes are ladies. Yeah, that's accurate. They are. 
I just don't care for Hollywood male actors. I just yeah, don't. they're all white guys. Exactly, and I don't care. Dyson? Yeah. I but do like Dyson. Would you, maybe he I gets actually, added to your hall yeah. pass. True, true. Sorry, that's Spoiler a alert. that's we've a Lost all been Girl watching reference. Lost Girl guys, and it's on Netflix right now. Go check it out. Yeah, totally worth it. Highly recommend. Great character development. Much better. Much better. <sighs> all right, let's get back to it though. Okay, refocusing. So, yeah. Well, okay. So let's. Do we want to like get into our individual characters? I guess. Well, let's talk bit. about Queen Amidala since we're already on Great. that train we're here. right now. Yeah, yeah. we're right. in Natalie Portman, Kira Knightley Town. So. Yeah. Oh wait, who were the other? Sorry, they're I totally derailed that. Who were the other <laughs> handmaidens? Oh gosh, I don't know. Oh, okay, but Just that was Kira. the only. Oh, she was the only famous one. No, well, no, there were other ones. Other too. ones that became famous too. Yep. Oh, God. Hold you on, know I'll I love up. that. I'll look them up. Goss. Hot gossip. <laughs> Hot gossip. Well, I think, so, obviously one of the main things that Queen Amidala has going for her is her wardrobe and yeah. hairstyles. I feel like that was her character. Yes, right? That's, like, pretty much her main defining quality is, like, what she's dressed in. And Which I'm is into that in a way of, like, her character, it felt like a whole season, you know, like, Dior's season, Futura. Totally. Like, yeah. just got played out, and, like, that, the whole movie was just as a vehicle for the collection. <laughs> they went through all this yeah. for the collection? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Well, they did, I mean, clearly... Clearly, all of the time, energy, effort was put into how this movie looked, right? And so the costumes were no exception. And they are. They're, like, opulent and rich. And the design team was kind of going for, obviously, not just the costumes, but the look of the this world in general was, like, they were trying to have it be reminiscent of a period piece because this is history compared to, right, where we started mm -hmm. and so it kind of has this like opulence like Marie Antoinette kind yes, of yes totally on. totally like kind of how we would envision the renaissance or you know kind of like the French revolution you know like that kind of stuff and I, I, I it's true that the costumes well. that were pretty excellent been, like the only successful thing the in the fight scene <laughs> that and the fight scene Okay. Yeah. We can all go home now. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Okay. Yeah. She, man, there's very much, like, it, it seems clear in her costuming that, because Amidala is supposed to be 14 at this time, which is How really young. How old was young. she? Nope. Do you know? Not 14. She was, like, I think she was 18 older. or something. I, prob well, probably, like, 16. But, yeah, older, mm -hmm. for sure. And in her costuming right it's all very like the headdresses are enormous and like there's all this like kind of peacocking and like literal feathers you know and plumaging and it kind of seems like they're trying to ha like she's a young queen like she's a young person in power although apparently she's elected which that is a component i did not understand i i it would have been nice to get more of her backstory Right, and, like, Is she going to continue to be, like, a, a character? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Played yeah. by Natalie Portman? Yes. Yeah. And she... How does Natalie Portman talk about this period, like, doing this? And is, it, <laughs> like, is she a idea. fan? Um, Was she a fan? And then, like... I don't think Natalie goes to, like, Comic-Cons and stuff as, like, a representation from... I wish. <laughs> 
Megan's trying to so check so, it like, off her bucket fan, list. Yeah, right. Fanzine that's like got an interview with her. I mean, about this period of work. I don't know, which makes me think that probably she kind of strays away from it, like, which is understandable, truthfully. But they get they definitely gave her a look of kind of like royalty that's trying to like be command more than maybe they're ready for yeah, kind of in the definitely. costuming which I think is like pretty effective and again like would make a lot of sense for that character but we didn't get to see her like internal struggle with like this is a lot more responsibility than I'm really ready for like no one takes me seriously because like, I'm a kid. like just physically read that way. Right it just physically and again again it's just this like reoccurring thing of like this whole movie is telling and not showing us like <laughs> Right? Uh, like, it's... That is not a good look. It's really and truly not. It's, uh... Yeah. It's it's my least favorite thing, actually. <laughs> as I keep, as I keep bringing it up. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty... Pretty clear. But her wardrobe was great. Yes. And uh, truthfully, a lot of the... Right? A lot of the wardrobe was, yeah. like... Pre- like, all of her guards and stuff. I think wasn't an outfit that I didn't like. Right? And the Jedis were still in our, like, classic, you know, they've got their robes, they've got their ponchos, yep. they've got their, like, you know, kind of, like, like layered tops and belts. Patent ponchos mm-hmm. this time. Totally. Which, I guess, like, we could read into that, that the Jedi doesn't change a lot over time, right? Like, they kind of have a tradition, and, like, the, I don't know, I guess the mm-hmm. outfits are connected to that in some way, shape, or form. Very symbolic. Can I yeah. talk about the handmaids? Sorry, I looked them up. Yeah, yeah. You guys were talking handmaids about in their ombre crushed velvet hooded. Things. Yeah, ombre before ombre was a thing. Yeah, yes. like that was True. pretty. Excellent. That costume choice was excellent. I definitely sure. had. They looked beautiful. Ooh, I definitely had the um, Padme in that outfit, Barbie. Ooh, yeah, nice, definitely Good with job. the crushed velvet. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, so other than Kira Knightley, Sophia Coppola was... Oh, what? girl! Yeah. What? Hey, girl, hey! That she is made a cameo. funny, because I was like, as I was yeah. like, oh, it's kind of like Marie Antoinette, and then I was like, ooh, you know what I would love? Yeah. Is if Sophia Fucking... Coppola did a space movie, but, like, <laughs> she directed like, it, She, like, made a little appearance in this. Yeah, did it was all, great. all the things that she does. There's still time, Sophia. There's still time. God. So the other one was uh, Rose Byrne, uh, who, if you don't know, what? yeah, really? yeah, uh huh, I know, yeah, and so yeah, mm-hmm. later goes and on. And they to be were an all X-Men like and bridesmaids, all the damn things. girl, yeah, 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 and then, I mean, uh, and then obviously, yeah, Karen Knightley as well, but yeah, there were a couple of others too, but those were the big ones that I was thinking of. Huh. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, I love, those, I love those girls more than Natalie Portman. <laughs> Fair enough. I like like all of those girls come before her on my list. Yeah. Is your list mostly women too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. Oh, Sorry, man. I didn't mean to derail it, but I was like, yeah, I no, know there's I'm people. I'm so glad you did. You know that's information I need. Okay. Yeah. All right. Done. Well, and if I missed a nice. cool handmaiden, uh, listeners, please let us know. Yes. Because I I was scanning for names I knew. So if you know one that I didn't know. Please let us know. Hit us up. Hey guys, this is Editing Megan here. We're going to go ahead and cut our episode there for today, and we will pick up in two weeks' time. 
on Wednesday with our continued conversation of The Phantom Menace. So check back in for our um, <laughs> more of our jokes and sass and uh, inappropriate comments probably about uh, The Phantom Menace. And uh, next time we will kick off with discussing George Lucas and uh, direction style. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening, y'all. You can follow us on Instagram at wait, you haven't seen that. And also check out our website for some sweet, sweet merch. And if you want to see the circus in action, become a Patreon member for exclusive reaction videos and extra Princess Tegan content. If y'all were here for the shitstorm that was our pod, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Tegan Wu sure would appreciate it.